Welcome to my podcast. My name is Michelle Rogoff and I am a graduate student at the College of New Jersey. The podcast serves as one of my multimodal literacy artifacts. Through the podcast, I am exploring my response to the following prompt. How do you let the light in when you're surrounded by fear? So we are currently facing a global pandemic due to COVID-19 and a lot has changed, such as my graduate coursework, which is now all remote, and also teaching for our students is all virtual. So I asked myself, what has multimodal literacy taught me? And it taught me that there are many ways to express yourself and your ideas. And my experience with creating multimodal artifacts has been positive. I can envision many uses for multimodal literacy in the classroom, especially podcasts. According to the article, Remixing Old and New Literacies Equals Motivated Students by Jesse S. Gaynor and Diane Lapp, as educators, we must broaden what we consider text for our reading and writing lessons. Students can now become literate through different modes of expression. So something that is important to note here is that students do not only do not only need to express themselves through writing, although writing is a very powerful tool, but the idea behind multimodal literacy exposes students to other ways to express language, and share their ideas. Okay, so now that I dived into some introductory info, I'd like to respond to the prompt I mentioned earlier. And the prompt is, again, how do you let the light in when you're surrounded by fear? And I found that focusing on gratitude and positive aspects of my life has helped let the light in during a time where people are feeling a lot of fear. And one method that I found has been most effective for me is practicing gratitude and meditation every day. So every morning I first take 10 minutes to meditate and I use an app and it's called Headspace and Headspace is not the only app that's available out there. I just found that that one has worked best for me and it's nice to just take 10 minutes almost first thing in the morning to sit and just breathe and start my day on a positive note. And then after I meditate, I usually practice gratitude by writing down one thing that I'm grateful for. And it can be as simple as I am grateful for food or a hot shower. It really can be anything that resonates with you. So that is one method that I've been using to let in the light and start my day on a positive note. 
And then after I practice meditating and gratitude, I like to set one or two goals for myself for that day. Whether it's for work and my students, or it's for my graduate work, or it's something personal, and I write it down. And I put it on a post-it note, and it's visual, and in front of me most of the day, so I can keep myself on track, because right now it is very easy to get distracted, given the global pandemic and the mass amount of information coming from the news and social media, and even the friends and family you talk to on a daily basis. COVID-19 has kind of taken over every aspect of the day and comes into conversation at one point in time. So that's my meditation and uh, mindfulness and practicing gratitude. So that's one kind of um, kind of cluster of ways that I let in the light. And then another way that has helped me let in the light when being surrounded by fear is staying active. I find that it's, it's hard to sit in a small space all day and you feel very cooped up and you sometimes feel like you want to escape, but you can't because there's really not many places you can go. So I found that running outdoors around the neighborhood or anywhere within the vicinity of where I live has helped me stay active and clear my headspace and to just get outside, enjoy the fresh air, as silly as it sounds, appreciate the sounds of the birds chirping and just life around you and it kind of brings a sense of normalcy for me. And another thing I love about being active and going on runs outside is you see other people running. And although you can't get close to them, and it's funny, you're kind of it's like dodging a bullet when you're running and you see someone else coming and you have to make sure you're on the other side of the sidewalk. But most people will wave to you. Other runners will wave to you. They'll say, hi, how are you? And it's it's comforting to know that we are all in this together and everyone is finding their own system or way to cope with the situation at hand and so i found it's been also a sense of community that i have experienced or felt when I am going on these runs and even seeing families walk together or kids on the sidewalk drawing chalk seeing signs and drawings from kids in the windows saying that we're all in this together and just little glimpses of hope has been 
giving me the light every day and a sense that, again, we are all in this together and we're all experiencing these struggles and it's just uh, a comforting feeling to see other people outside and coping in ways that are helpful for them as well as just positive simple messages whether it's on the sidewalk or in the windows of different homes and when I'm running I often see kids and I can't help but think of my students and what they could possibly be doing to cope with all of this and especially on the weekends I I really love seeing kids outside playing if it's nice out and they are not so hyper focused on their screen because right now our screen time is a lot probably even more compared to what it already is so it's just nice to see kids outside and um, not being glued to their their phones and they're just being kids so running has opened a lot of or brought a lot of light to me during this time and the other thing that has brought a lot of light to me is my yoga practice And I recently just signed up for a challenge for the month of May. And actually the title of the challenge is Let the Light In. So that also kind of inspired me to frame my writing prompt. And part of the challenge is to do 30 meditations, 20 practices, and 10 journals or 10 journal entries. So... Not only am I exploring more of my yoga practice, my meditation, but I'm also exploring the process of writing and journaling. And I don't often journal, but I feel now is a good time to, instead of gravitating toward my phone, I can gravitate toward my journal. And I think that this can be an alternative for students as well or a recommendation for them during this time if they feel that all they can do is play a video game or go onto their phone. But instead, maybe we as educators can encourage them to reach for a notebook or a drawing pad and just get that experience of the pencil on the paper and um, that kinesthetic feeling. So, That was another method for me, which is staying active and exercising. And so those are two of my main main pieces to letting in the light for me. So to recap, the first thing is practicing gratitude and mindfulness. And then the second one is to stay active. And through staying active, I'm also able to feel connected with, with other people. For example, even when I take a yoga class, it's virtual. And even though it's virtual and it's not the same and you're not in the studio in the space, it still brings a sense of normalcy when you are being guided by someone else who has similar intentions as you and you're kind of just all making your making do. 
So to conclude, through my multimodal literacy assignment, I was encouraged to focus on the positive and simply highlight what's working for me during a global pandemic. And I am very grateful for having my graduate work at this time because I feel it has helped me ground myself and stay focused on not only my academics, but also ways to be creative with my students. And I think that podcasts are a great tool for educators and students to share ideas and spread knowledge. I also like that podcasts can be a great tool for struggling writers, if, especially if they feel like they are experiencing writer's block often. They can use a podcast to first communicate or work through, organize their ideas before getting it onto the paper. So those are just a few ideas of mine thinking out loud, but thank you again for listening to my podcast and my response to how do you let the light in during a time where a lot of us are surrounded by fear. So feel free to incorporate any of the ideas that I have shared through my podcast to let the light in for you or share with me how you're letting the light in for yourself during this time. Thank you.